Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Josie Dumont podcast, your new weekly go-to source for insights on navigating personal leadership, breaking barriers, and leading your life authentically. Join me, Josie Dumont, certified leadership and mindset coach, author, cat mom extraordinaire, plant-based bodybuilder, and most importantly, your guide on the show. We chat every Monday so you can start your new week with a blast and nip the Monday blues in the peach. In this podcast, you will get expert advice and engage in real, raw conversations, not only with me, but also other incredibly inspiring people who share their highly valuable insights to equip you with a personal toolkit to level up your life. One word of caution though, this part isn't just about listening, it's about empowering you to take radical responsibility and action. So tune in and take charge. Hi, I'm Josie Dumont, a leadership and mindset coach, host of this podcast, and also highly prone to overthinking and overcomplicating things. If you tend to get stuck in your own head from time to time as well, then this episode is for you, as I will share with you some hacks that will help you to get out of your head instead of completely redesigning your whole life at 3am only to have forgotten everything you planned out to do the next morning and feeling exhausted because of the lack of sleep. First up, Let's get crystal clear, though, on what I mean by overthinking and how you can start noticing that you fall into that trap. Because awareness is not only key, but also the first step when it comes to change. And I am a broken record in this regard, but I will repeat this as often as I need to. However, the easiest way to describe overthinking is if you find yourself ruminating and ruminating again and again over the same thing, playing through extensive scenarios in your mind, rummaging for hours in old memories or what Izzy said during lunch because her tone of voice was slightly different. Like It's when you get so stuck in your thoughts and mind that you end up almost frozen in time and space. This then leads to procrastination and decision fatigue and consequently a lack of actual action taking. Therefore, it slows down your progress and delays potential results. This not only can impact your work or lead to stagnation in your business, but it also may influence your colleagues and employees if you work in a corporate environment, for example, as a leader of a project, where things can change quickly on a daily basis. And if you're unsure whether you are an overthinker or maybe actually have a different self-sabotaging personality type, then I highly recommend taking my free quiz that is linked in the description box below. It's only a couple of questions, but it will give you some useful insights into how you mind block yourself from your full potential. Of course, there are situations where you will want to spend some time thinking about the matter and where it is absolutely crucial that you don't just jump to quick conclusions or take actions that you might later regret because you haven't thought it through. This leads me to hack number one. Have designated thinking time to really go deep into a subject, weigh up all the options, consult different resources and then make an informed decision. The key here is to set yourself a time limit by which you will want to come to a conclusion to stop you from completely going down the rabbit hole and not finding your way back out again. And there are two ways in which I do this practice myself. First, if I know the task at hand requires not too much time, for example, writing an email, Instagram post, caption, or also when something bad happened where I know it could trigger me into overthinking, I will give myself a time limit in which I can free flow think about it as much as I like with the condition that after this time, I either need to have come to a decision, take action, or let go of the thought completely. And this has helped me tremendously to not get stuck between the lanes, not knowing what to do, but also helped me to let go of any thoughts or situations that aren't of service to me. Like I could have gotten sucked into a dark, deep hole when I received a message that triggered me or spent hours analyzing my tone of voice or the mistakes I made in my last life on Instagram, for example. 
through spending a specific amount of time thinking about those cases and also questioning whether there is any need to action on it, like a reply, or whether it actually means anything to you actually, you will be able to move on quicker and spend your mental energy on other more important topics instead. And the second way I practice this is when it comes to bigger decisions or projects that require a bit more time and research, like for example, investing in a mastermind. For those things, I will give myself an end date with a maximum like one week to come to an answer. And in this time, I can research a topic, consult friends and experts and sleep over it before coming to a conclusion. Then at the end of that time period, I will make my final decision. And this as well helps you to make informed decisions without postponing or dragging them out for too long. Now, obviously, sometimes we might still get caught up in the overthinking spiral, whether it kicks in when you actually want to go sleep or when you repeat the same thing to your friend for the 10th time or you woke from an hour long stare into nothingness off your screen after reading an email. So what do we do in those moments? The easiest way to not only break out of a thinking loop, but also fully get out of your mind and back into the present moment is through movement. Yes, you heard that right. It's literally moving your body so you can disconnect from your smart brain that has been working its ass off, whether that might be to go for a walk, preferably outside in nature, or maybe putting a podcast on and listening to that whilst you're walking, dancing to your favorite song, regulating your nervous system through shaking your body, or a proper long workout. Whatever it is that you can do in that moment to reconnect you with your body and most importantly disrupt the current thought process. When I catch myself being too caught up in thinking, I simply just get up and walk around the house, say hi to my boyfriend and or cuddle one of the cats. The act of just standing up and focusing on my surroundings for a while is a great way to disrupt myself and provide some needed space from the topic. And it's like taking an actual step back to clear your mind so you can look at it from a different perspective when you come back to it. A slightly different way of doing this would be through a meditation in which you check in with your senses just for like a couple of minutes. And my favorite exercise here is the 5-4-3-2-1 method. It's the one I have been doing myself for years and that I have been teaching colleagues and friends and of course clients as an easy peasy tool to get back into the present moment. And here's how it works. You can try it with me right now. First up in your mind, you list five things that you can see. For example, my screen, coffee mug headphones, my, my notebook, um, the subtle pink light illuminating the room. And then you list four things you can physically feel. Some also like include like actual emotions, which works too. But for now, we just focus on actual sensations in the body, which can include the chair underneath my bum, my glasses on my nose, the warmth of my cat on my lap, my hair tickling the back of the neck, whatever it is, it can be the blaze on my shoulders. And then next up, we have three things you can hear right now. So that might be an airplane passing by or my boyfriend typing in the other room or the sound of the dishwasher in the kitchen. Then we list two things we can smell, like for example, the freshly brewed coffee or the pine tree candle that's lit in the background. And last but not least, one thing you can taste, which might be mint from a chewing gum or coffee as well, or still some like leftovers from your breakfast, whatever it is. Pause this podcast and try it for yourself right now and then come back for some more tips if you haven't done it with me just now. Let me know how you liked it in the comments below. So these next tips I would consider more of a form of thought management as they aren't necessarily ways to disrupt the thought process, but to provide some ease to your mind instead. 
This one is especially for my fellow late night thinkers whose brains go off with all the great ideas as soon as their heads hit the pillow. So to not lose any of that good stuff, either have a journal at hand that you can write everything down into or include a little bit of journaling into your bedtime routine in general so you can get everything out of your mind and onto paper beforehand. This will help you to find peace in the moment because you have it captured and you can come back to it in your next allocated thinking slot to ponder on and expand or act upon if needed. If writing is not your thing, try maybe voice notes to yourself or speech to text. There is a way literally for everyone. I personally either use a journal like this one here or my notes app on the phone to write everything down. And if I think of it at the time, I also mark some of the things as either to-dos, ideas or not to forgets, which then helps me when I come back to it to know what needs action and what doesn't. And this already brings me to the last hack. Meditating regularly, ideally daily. Through practicing meditation, you learn to let your thoughts pass by and reconnect with your breath or maybe a mantra even. This doesn't mean you silence your brain completely and don't think about anything. In fact, this will be pretty much impossible, especially if you just start out on this practice. So don't feel overwhelmed already. What it does mean is that you sit still and whenever you catch yourself drifting off with your thoughts, you refocus on your breath and how it feels when the air enters through your lungs and exits it again. And it doesn't matter how often you drift off or not. In fact, the more you catch yourself, the more aware you get and the more you can practice coming back into the present moment. So it's actually a good thing because you get more practice even. Not only will meditating help you to gain mental focus and clarity as you learn to reduce the noise of your thoughts, you also develop awareness of your emotions. And this self-awareness enables you to observe thoughts without being overwhelmed by them, fostering emotional balance and preventing spirals of overthinking. And of course, meditation activates also the body's relaxation response and lowers your stress levels. And as stress levels diminish, the tendency to engage in repetitive and anxious thoughts actually decrease, leading to a more peaceful and centered mindset. Now, don't panic and don't think you have to from now and sit down for an hour every day and meditate. Absolutely not. I mean, you can do that, but you can also just start with three to five minutes every morning during, or during breaks in your day-to-day -day life. Of course, the more you practice, again, the better you get. And then you also might want to increase the time or try out different styles of meditation, like visualization meditations or meta meditation. If you want to give it a go, I linked a free two-minute mini meditation down below that you can download and try for yourself. Or send me a message if you fancy a longer one and I will send you a recording of a guided meditation done by me. Right. So to sum it up, in order to either break out of the overthinking spiral and regain focus or to manage your thoughts better, you can do the following. Have designated thinking time in which you allow yourself to think deeply about a topic. Remember that this is most effective if you either get to a decision at the end of it, an action, or you may even decide to let go of the thought. The next one is disrupt yourself and get out of your head through movement and getting into your body. This can either be going for a walk in nature, dancing, working out, shaking your peach or reconnecting with your senses with the 54321 exercise, for example, that I have been teaching you in this episode. Next up, write it down so it's captured somewhere. Whatever you're thinking, put it down to paper and you can go back to the task you were just focusing on. And if you want to come back to what you have been writing down, do so in your designated writing slot. 
Then also include meditating into your daily routines, starting with a couple of minutes every day to just practice self-awareness and quieting your mind and creating that mental space. As always, don't do all of them at once. Just choose any one of these that speaks to you the most and try it out for yourself. And the next time you catch yourself overthinking or if you know you are prone to getting lost in thought, try some of the ones that are the more of a, like a management or preventive nature, like the taking notes or the journaling one. Just give it a fair shot. And this is, again, not a one-time fix and let me know how it goes for you. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a like, write a review or share what you learned with someone else who can benefit from these tips as well. It is a small action that makes a huge, huge difference to me. Thanks so much for tuning in and now take charge and I see you next week. Bye. Thank you for joining us on another empowering episode of the Josie Dumont podcast. If you enjoyed today's insights, don't forget to subscribe, like, and leave a review, a small action that truly means the world to us. Also, do stay connected with the community over on any socials like Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, YouTube. Pick your favorite. They are all linked in the description box below. Now is your turn to take charge and I see you next week.